Welcome to episode two of Catching Up With, a fortnightly new podcast featuring interviews with staff from across all kinds of areas at the University of Brighton. I'm Richard Newman, and in this series, I'll be sitting down with staff to discuss what they do, what their department does, and a little bit about them too. This time, I've been speaking to e-learning manager Katie Peart. Most people who know me think of me as Student Central. I manage IT projects to improve the student experience. Uh, At the moment, we're working on a learning analytics project, which is being piloted across three schools this year. But most importantly, I look after the lovely learning technologies advisors out there on the campuses, who hopefully lots of you know as they're working with the schools, supporting staff to use technology in their teaching. And I should add that I'm, I'm a UOB lifer. I've been at the university over 20 years now, and I've got no plans to go anywhere else. Great. So um, what's your background? Have you arrived at, at this point? So as I say, I've been working here for about 20 years. I started in an admin role in the School of Pharmacy and Biomolecular Sciences. Um, and then I got interested in IT. So I've moved through a variety of different roles. Back when I started 20 years ago, e-learning wasn't even a thing. So it's been really interesting to watch the field develop and watch my skills be able to develop and come into that role. So what do you love most about, about what you do? So what I love about what I do is the fact that I get to spend my time exploring technology. I've got a real passion for technology and how it can be used to make teaching more effective. I love being in a position where the work our team is doing can support staff to provide better teaching experiences. The other thing I love is uh, a particular interest of mine is playful learning. I'm involved in a special interest group for playful learning and I love having the freedom to be able to introduce techniques and tools which can make learning more fun and engaging for our students. If you've ever seen me out and about the university there was almost definitely a quiz involved and probably some prizes. That's interesting though. Um, So it's a long time to sort of pick out some rewarding moments. What's been the most rewarding moments since you've been at the university? You could pick a couple. I've been thinking hard about rewarding moments um and rewarding is when you've been working on something and it really comes to fruition and has made a difference i'm really proud of the work our team has done introducing better assessment practices across the university we've been seeing this through for years now bringing in electronic submission bringing in electronic marking bringing in electronic feedback it's been a really long slog But helping students now be at the place where there's one place to go, where they can get their deadlines, get their submission points, get their grades, get their feedback. And we know we're still not there yet and there's a long way to go, but it really feels like the work we've done has made a difference. So um, what led you to this point then? Is there there something or or someone that's influenced uh, your career? Yes, there is. it's going to be my colleagues, the people I've worked with are the ones who've made a difference. And I've worked with some brilliant people over the years. I moved into management about uh, six or seven years ago and becoming a manager, the people I look after have massively changed my working practices. It makes me, being responsible for them, changes the way you view the workplace and it teaches you that you need to, where you need to be better, where you need to speak up and make a difference. But I do want to call out a special mention to a couple of people. Um, I've had two main managers over the past 20 years here. So uh, hello to Andrew Lloyd and Stan Stania, who've been brilliant. They have both encouraged me over the years to push myself, progress myself up the ranks and have helped carve out opportunities for me to succeed. About the university itself. So you've been here a long time. You've seen it evolve 
uh, has gone through lots of changes. Uh, but what do you think um, it does best? So I have to answer this from a personal perspective, but the university has really provided me with opportunities and support to develop myself. As I said, I've been here 20 years now. And, you know, that tells you something that I've wanted to stick around because I've been able to create roles along the way. I've had the opportunities through my working career to complete a PhD as part of my role at the university. Uh, The university supported me to have two breaks for maternity leave. It supported me with the freedom to get really involved in the specialist areas, particularly playful learning in my case. And the university supports me with time and programmes to undertake volunteering activities. So I do a lot of work with STEM Sussex and Code Club, which I find incredibly fulfilling. So it's nice to be able to do that as part of my role. And of course, um, I met my husband here at the University of Brighton. So that one's worked out pretty well for me as well. Yeah, well, there we go. Um, On to a few questions about you outside of work then. Let's get to know the... The real. The, real, the real Katie. These, <laughs> these are uh, quick fire-ish questions. What's your favourite place in Sussex? The sea. Anywhere along the coast. Uh, I love, I ride to work on my bike every day and I love cycling along the seafront. Since moving to Sussex, I've lived increasingly closer and closer to the sea. I reckon I'll end up in a beach hut before long. <laughs> cycling apart from when it's the wind is against yeah, you. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you currently reading, watching or listening to? So reading, I read. I read a lot. Um, ideally, a dystopian teenage fantasy series. That's my genre with strong heroines. Uh, I like anything adventures, people chasing dragons. Think of the Hunger Games or Maze Runner. Uh, Currently, I'm reading a series called The Time Riders by Alex Scarrow, where you have to save the world by keeping history on track. Okay, you can see like Harry Potter around there, your office as well. Yeah. Scenario is you've got a completely free weekend, uh, no commitments, no responsibilities. So what is your ideal weekend? Okay, so uh, Saturday, almost definitely family and friends are coming round. We're going to have a nice big meal. We've just been doing up our house, so we're going to show off my house and we're going to have a lovely meal. I quite like cooking. And then Sunday, I'm going to spend most of the morning in bed reading all these lovely books. And then I'm going to go out and play Pokemon Go. Sounds all right to me. And finally, this is always an interesting one. Uh, Personally feel it reveals a lot about a person, maybe. Um, So choose wisely. If you could invite three people for dinner, past or present, who are they going to be? Um, I have spent far too long considering this question, but I finally narrowed it down to three of my personal heroes in the worlds of games, bicycles and books. So number one is a lady called Jane McGonagall. She is an American game designer. She's hugely inspired my career. She is. She created the first alternate reality game, which launched Halo 2. I don't know if you remember that, called I Love Bees. But the stuff she's done in the fields of alternate reality games and introducing fun to make people's lives better is I find really inspiring number two is Laura Kenny Uh, she is as I hope you know Great Britain's most successful female Olympic female athlete ever what an amazing woman she's so young Uh, she just had her first baby with Jason it's uh, lovely to watch her I've seen her on the track my cycling hero and in the world of books it has to be, you've already commented on the amount of Harry Potter memorabilia around my office. J.K. Rowling is coming for dinner. Uh, she is such an amazing lady. She uses her voice to stand up for what she believes in. But for me, it has to be Harry Potter. It's a series that captivated the world and it captivates me. Um, and I have an apology 
for the person who doesn't get to come to dinner. Jodie Whittaker can't come to dinner yet. She'll be the first female Doctor Who. I know she's going to be amazing, but she hasn't done it yet. So I'm going to wait a year, if that's okay with you, Richard. And when she's done some Doctor Who, then she can come around for dinner and talk to me about it. Well, our last guest, they added David Beckham on the end as a waiter. So maybe something similar. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's it for another episode of Catching Up With. A big thank you to Katie Peart. If you want to be involved, email internalcommunications at brighton.ac.uk. Please share this with your colleagues. You can subscribe to this podcast so you automatically get the next one. And you can even listen on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Just search University of Brighton. I'll be back with a Welcome Week special next week. So look out for that. For now, though, it's goodbye. <laughs>